Everybody ask me how damn I'm out of fresh man look, man. I don't got any answer question. If I did, you'd probably never hear from me again. That's the promise not threatening, ain't no hand. Welcome back to the Yeg Experience, episode tres. Um, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks again for for coming, watching, and supporting the show. However, how that? Thanks again for coming over, watching, and supporting the show. However, that may be, liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing, even watching is is, is all we need. That's that's awesome of you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything to say, or do you want to share anything? Conversation between two drunk buddies. In yeah, Edmonton. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the tagline of the show. <laughs> two drunk buddies in Edmonton. That's it. <laughs> that's the whole show. Today we have a uh, the first time we have an actual topic to oh, intro yeah. with. All right. <laughs> and this was huh? Exactly. No. Yeah. So I didn't tell Aldrich. So this is the first time he's hearing it. And uh, this was a fan, fan-sponsored topic. Fan, this is suggested by a fan. Okay. We have a fan. We have a fan. Have a fan that fan is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom commented on the last video, and she had a, a topic suggestion. So that's awesome. Thank you, mom. Yeah. Our number Maybe one fan. Uh, the topic is um, what? A question. Sorry, it's a question. What? I'll ask you first. What? Um, Describe how you felt moving away from where you used to call home, that being Ilo, Ilo City in the Philippines, um, to here. Describe that experience, like, share, please. What's that like? For me? Yeah. Oh, God. For me, it was hard. Like, it was super hard for me making that leap. Making that pivotal decision in my life because it was, it's what if you think about it, it's really a big step. Oh yeah, Moving of course, yeah. I was no. most of my life, like entire, the entirety of my life, I'm dependent on my family. Mm-hmm. I, I live with my family. I never went away for this much of a span, like. I'm almost, I'm going to be one year by the end of August. End of this month? Yeah, end of this oh, month. Oh, shit, one-year anniversary. Yeah, it's really tough. It's going to be a special episode. At first, because, as I said, I was really dependent. I don't know any household chores. <laughs> I don't know how to cook. Mm. Uh, I usually consult my parents for big decisions in my life it was really hard for me moving and with that mindset that I have to do everything I have to look for a job I have to take care of myself I have to cook for myself I have to uh, wash my clothes and everything everything that independence I, right so yeah, like like I have to be independent which mm. for me was really a big thing because I was not really independent back home. You know what I mean? Um, you used to have a maid that, in a sense that... Like a you, housekeeper, arrive, yeah, yeah. If you arrive home, or just throw your clothes in the laundry bin. And then... Take care of it. And then a few days later, it's back in your closet. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clean. When you wake up, you have breakfast waiting for you. Yeah. Then you can do whatever you want. When you go back down to the dining area, there's lunch. Yeah. Here, if I don't cook, I don't eat. Yeah. If you don't. Which is really yeah. hard. <laughs> and uh-huh. The thing that I most particular with is the groceries. It's really hard to buy from scratch. Even the salt, all the spices. Oh, okay. On all the condiments because usually you, you just have that in your home. Right. It's always yeah. in a cupboard or yeah. something. 
and you underestimate the fact that produce uh, gets spoiled. There's a lifespan. There's a yeah. There's a lifespan mm -hmm. for shelf life or whatever for produce. Example: If I buy fruit, if I buy if I buy vegetables, I just bought this like two days ago. Now it has molds. It has uh, basically. It it's like yeah. Like um, really, like how really fast. Like fruits are the most. Uh, they turn on, turn their back on you the most. Like <laughs> they go the bad fruits, quickly. Yeah, like they, the, the quickest. They, they go bad quick, uh, quickly. Uh, um, even canned goods, if you don't, uh, if you're lazy enough to not cook them right away, if you let them well, sit. Canned like goods. Yeah, they last years though. That's can, cans are okay. They last year, like two years, three years. They're but, fine. Uh, for the ones that we buy, like what? Like in the store, they usually sell products that near the expiry date. If you don't use that, <laughs> even the milk. Uh, have... Whoops! This is a, what is a, what is a call out? We're gonna uh, cancel. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I just we're gonna cancel. I'm gonna censor. Yeah, that's the. It's. Yeah. That's the part that I noticed that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even the milk, you have like one. Yeah, even milk. Yeah, and it goes to bad. Finish it all. For sure. Yeah. No, I noticed the same thing. Like I uh, had like a similar experience also in the sense of, I did it's, not know lettuce spoiled, and if lettuce, I didn't know the waste lettuce spoiled. I thought lettuce would go bad, like it would like I don't know rot or something. But like the the way you can tell lettuce spoils is it yeah. turns red. Yeah, yeah. I did not know lettuce does that. Even, Bought. Yeah, and the spinach gets soggy yeah. and it gets like, yeah, leafy yeah, greens. For, yeah. Going back to the question, it's all about independence for me. For the longest time, mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, be away with my parents because I used to. Because you, you, you live with your parents your whole life, I guess. Yeah. yeah? So there's that urge. I live with my parents. And there was a time that I went to Manila mm -hmm. to apply for a job. Uh, this is back three years ago, I think, or two years ago. I, I applied for a, uh, for a hospital, for at the hospital there, for a nursing position, for a staff position. I was called, and uh, the remaining part was I just had to sign the contract. But the hospital in Iloilo called me back because I did my volunteering there. They said that they're... There is an open position and uh, you want to accept it so if i've gotten the job in manila that would be my first experience away from my parents okay yeah but it's not really away because i'd be staying with my aunt mm. so it's still family for sure unlike here although i have uh relatives here but i'm still alone I still need to fend for myself. Yeah. I need to work hard. Mm -hmm. I need to do my chores. Do everything necessary to make make myself survive. Mm -hmm. To survive, I guess. Because if anything, if you don't do nothing here in abroad, or if you're independent, if you don't do anything, if you don't have the guts, you cannot eat. You won't. Like, uh, in the sense that if you don't have the guts to find a job, be brave enough to take the necessary steps. Uh, if you're timid, if you're shy, if you don't yeah. speak out, if you don't, if you don't, uh, yeah, you don't have the courage to go into these interviews because you're shy. Uh, you couldn't really achieve anything. You're going home the next month. Yeah, you're going back home. Like. Yeah, it's like this um, is not for the faint of heart. It's like Survivor. Yeah, this is not for the faint of heart. That if you're weak, you're basically screwed. It's like but, uh, Big Brother. Yeah, but <laughs> in a, in some other way, it's really beautiful for the human body because the human body adapts. It's your mindset that allows you not to adapt. But basically, your body adapts to the environment around. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, the the climate here. Uh, for 
when I arrived there, it was super cold, super chilly. Mm-hmm. It was on the brink of winter. Mm-hmm. But as time goes by, uh, I've adapted. Not to the... I've not adapted to that uh, intensity of winter when it's on the peak. Maybe it takes a couple more winters yeah, or something. <laughs> Uh, the negative 30s, the negative 40s with wind chill, but That's fun. for the most part, That's very fun. For the most part, like they said, this weather is kind of like Baguio weather in our country. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's fucking, like it's that's way, it's way worse than Baguio. No, no, what I mean is, huh? uh, our summer weather is like Baguio weather. Well, no, I mean, uh, the summer recently has been yeah. very hot. Yeah, Do you, you know you know what I mean that uh-huh. even in our country, if you experience this, you still be very cold. But for us, because we've managed to adapt in some kind of way, we feel hot. It's I don't think so, because the like like peak summer, like July, June, July, because we're at the tail end of summer, right? I think like we're it's sort of we're on the we're going into fall now, so it's getting a little bit chillier. But like peak summer, that, that those couple months, last June, July, last couple okay, months, okay. have been friggin' hot. Yeah, I know. I know. Friggin' hot. Yeah. They've been like yeah, seriously hot. Any electric fans? We don't have. Yeah. Conditioning. Yeah, we should get like yeah some proper ventilation, because it's whew, it gets really hot, and I think it's because also, it's not humid here, so the heat. I don't know. It feels hotter. You don't sweat, but it feels hot. Yeah. Because when it's humid, you sweat more, right? So you get to like That's cool down. I, your body cools down. Here, I was thinking that I saw people on the tail end of summer also. I saw people wearing shorts. And I thought to myself, what? Why are you wearing shorts? It's too cold for me. I should not be wearing shorts. Hmm. But right now, I cannot go anywhere without wearing shorts because it's so freaking hot for me. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it gets. It gets really hot. Well, I mean, not super hot. Not like, I mean, that, I think the hottest we've ever had was like 35, 36, yeah. maybe 38, maybe 40, maybe 40 even one of those days that we just didn't notice. It's just, we were so used to the heat. But then you have the crazy thing about the weather is that you have in summer, you got 40. Yeah. And then a few months later in winter, you get the exact op- negative 40. So it's like the opposite side of the spectrum. And you get that all throughout the year, so it's like and it fluctuates so much. Like there's sometimes there's no middle point. Like it could be hot, it could be so warm in the morning, and yeah, and and in in the afternoon there could be thunderstorms. Yeah, and then in the evening it goes away. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, the weather here is crazy, bro. It's like the weather here is like bipolar or something. It's like uh, yeah, the weather is. Is, is, is weird so it's like you get like a sunny very nice morning where you can go out for a jog maybe or something like that and then in the afternoon you get like a literal thunderstorm yeah. and then like that lasts like three four hours and then like at 5 p.m it goes away and it's back to like sunny and like even if you check like you check your phone at the start of the day you can't trust the weather apps yeah. anyway here <laughs> no it doesn't work like that like you look at your phone in the morning it says sunny you go out and then like literal lightning comes down and strikes three feet away from you that happens and then it just changes it's weird it's so yeah, it's so crazy for my question that goes on independence i guess um, so that was the biggest biggest sort of yeah but i'm so proud of myself because yeah should be first going in I was so afraid I was so nervous I was so paranoid that did you say you were petrified yeah I was so petrified but first you were afraid I was petrified (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah I just kept on smiling I'm thinking to myself that I'm just gonna wing it Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna wing it like yeah 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 uh, I'll just play my cards right. Mm-hmm. I'll say necessary things. I won't say anything that would jeopardize my character or career. Ah, oh, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean say? What does I, that mean? 
because if you sometimes when you when something throws when someone or something is thrown at you you have that initial reaction mm, okay like the first the first thought that an impulse your mind. yeah and you tend to say that to mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. so when i got here uh i really i was really focused to think first before i act mm, yeah yeah yes yeah. this is a make or break decision for me uh in terms of career in terms of the sacrifices i made i don't want to be sent home of all the of all the sacrifices i made and right of all the because i'm i will be sent home because of the bad decisions i made because of impulse i don't want to i don't want to experience that i don't want to right right you don't want to even fathom the thought of having to experience that so right not not an option failure is not an option like yeah, yeah. failure is not an option for me here that's why i'm doing my best and uh, i could say that i'm really proud of myself because at one year at a one year span of time i think that i've done myself i've done this decision justice because uh not to in our terms uh in filipino terms ginasakwat mo sarili mo nga bangko. Okay. You pull your own weight. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms that I've achieved, I achieved so much compared to the ones that I achieved, that I achieved back home. Like, in my mindset, if I had this study habit, if I had this work ethic back home, mm-hmm. and it, it was, it could be a different ball. <laughs> So, so you you're saying that the you now is because you've gone through the whole moving process and settling down in a new place and uh, yeah, environment I'm more, I'm more peaceful now you're I'm like uh mindset i'm more focused now i know my goals and my priorities you're like you're a better version of yourself is what you're saying yeah so i'll just keep murdering my lane murdering have, my lane i have my lane <laughs> i know my path i'll just murder 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 bro just murder yeah, yeah mass mass murder yeah mass murder in terms of goals priorities that's that's the thing you want to be an active shooter in your yeah in your lane that's that's the thing because if you're a precise shooter there's a difference between a precise shooter and a volume shooter i would like, I like how we're talking like, about shooters now No, in terms of like, goals. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. If you're a precise shooter, you just have a couple of goals. But if you're a volume shooter, you just keep shooting and shooting. Eventually, you'll hit something that will shatter that will shatter all of those misses. Okay, just, you get lucky. Yeah, just keep shooting. Just keep pursuing what you want. Because there because are, in every goal there are different routes. I believe that there are different routes and how to achieve the goal. There's there's no such thing as just one route to achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. That's so true. You have to be open-minded. You have to be teachable, so that you could be a better version of yourself. And uh, with that, you could you could be open. You could be you could be the best version of yourself. But that's how you get there. Yeah. So for you, what's the biggest? Like, what's the biggest? What was the question again? What was the, <laughs> the question? What's the biggest difference? What? Well, no. Well, actually, no. It's a very open-ended question. It was just like the question was um, sort of what? What's the? What does it feel like basically yeah. to move? I don't know, five thousand yeah. kilometers or whatever, halfway around the world. Being away from your mom. Yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> so for you, how does that make you feel by the way being away from your from your parents mom, your parents in general parents, uh, because we're we're really very close mm, okay uh, I don't know how they deal with me how they deal with me going away mm-hmm. because uh, I could safely say that uh, they're used to the feeling my brother going away because he's a seafarer He, he works on a, um, a ship. Uh, yeah, yeah, a ship. Yeah. 
he has these contracts for one year that every year he goes. So, so they for, know the feeling. They're yeah, used to the for, feeling of for my family. They're used to it. Of a child leaving. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. Yeah, that's a question. What about you? Because I've been, I've been, I've been there in, for the, for entirety of my life. I've been there. I've been in their household. I've been there. I've been in their care. Um, I don't know how it feels for them, even my brother, because me and my little brother are so close. Uh-huh. I don't know what he feels because he usually looks for me at for guidance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's some sort of he idolizes me, but he says that. Well, you're the big brother, yeah, of course. For, of course, they gotta ask advice. He asks me. That's the that's the main part, because he's more afraid of me than my eldest brother, if that makes sense. Afraid? Yeah. If if I tell him not to do it. He would instantly not do. Ah, uh, he but, no. He he trusts you more, I guess. I don't. I don't know. If, or he yeah. trusts your advice. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He, yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, for me, I could say that my brother puts me in sign, in some sort of a pedestal. Because. Over your other brother. Uh, <laughs> issue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, bro. Because um, take the bait. I, I'm usually branded as the smart guy. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. In the family. In the family. Here we go. Because I don't know, bro. Joke, lah. <laughs> even they know it. Even they know it. Uh, well, that's usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. My brother For is sure. branded as the thrifty one. The, Which brother? The, How many brothers do you have? I have two brothers. Uh, the eldest one would be the thrifty one. That's how I got my my sense of thriftiness. I need to be wise with my money because he's so wise with his money. Okay. Uh, he is, doesn't make so, that. Doesn't that make him the smart one? In terms of <laughs> academics, I'm smart. Oh, okay. 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 Sure. 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 But sure. In sure. terms of, I don't know, uh, being social, being funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually is that, but uh, my little brother picks on pieces of our brotherhood, of our siblings. Of the other brothers. Yeah, he picks on some qualities that makes him some sort of a total package. Mm. Yeah, he's the 3.0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Version it's, 3.0. It's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Little brother's cool. Mm-hmm. PSA. Mm. PSA. Quick PSA. I have Asian glow. It's called alcohol, alcohol flush syndrome. It's like a, it's a gene that's like certain Asian, Asian people have where you can't sort of, you can't process alcohol as quickly as other people. So I turn red quickly. Um, but PSA, well, what are you, uh, you uh, <laughs> discriminating my genes? Uh, so... A quick PSA for anyone who has the same same gene or um, issue. Uh, try to limit your intake of when you when you go out to drink. Try try um, alcohol that hasn't been fermented in w- wooden enclosures. So, like rum, rum is fermented in barrels in wooden barrels, I believe. Um, wine is the same. Beer is the same. So you should try alcohol that's fermented in wooden. Not, not in wooden wooden. Because uh, the, 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 there's research that says that uh, one of the the so compounds that contributes to Asian flush is terpenes, and okay. terpenes comes from wood apparently. So the if you have alcohol flush syndrome, um, try drink vodka or gin clear clear spirits apparently because those aren't um they're stored in something else um beer especially is bad because it's it's very carb heavy and it's 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 difficult to 
and the volume you drink with beer is, is a lot. So try to stick with hard drinks. I mean, drink in moderation and then um, drink gin or vodka like that. That's your go-to. That's why we've been drinking gin and vodka for the last couple episodes because that's less likely to give me the red, the tomato face, unlike rum. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Sorry for the, 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 the detour. Just for PSA, just a helpful tip for people out there. Look it up. Yeah. Do so, your research. Back to the question. How would you answer that? I'd say a little bit of the same. Um, definitely. I mean, I'm, I've moved away from home before. So I'm the independence thing I get. Um, not as much as I, as, as I when I moved out for the first time. But I mean, it's, it's completely different to move away from home to a different city and move away from home to a different continent halfway around the world like so yeah that that's that's completely different there's there's elements to that i i do gotta say like um big respect for like you you know the first <laughs> you moving out of the house for the first time is like moving literally halfway around the world so that's a huge huge step like i can't imagine like making that decision <laughs> to like leave and like go on the other side of the globe um how could you pre prepare yourself for that? There's no preparation. Yeah, you can do the re all the research you want, but like, it's different, right? So it, it's a huge, I bet it was a huge like whole adjustment period and culture shock, all that stuff. Um, what, what's new for me is moving somewhere like completely new, like somewhere that I, where I, that's like a complete fresh start. Yeah. So like you move to a, a city or a place that's like literally you know nobody there or like you have no connections there whatsoever like because when i moved to manila i had like family there i stayed with family i stayed with my brother um and my sister in like this little condo and then um i had some family there that we would sort of go out with sometimes um i had friends there already from 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 home um or people who are from that from home right that i met there but it was easy to get along with that person because you know you're from the same place or in the general area um but here like it's from scratch you right cannot, like, go home yeah yeah that's another thing you can't like you know being literally halfway around the world in a friggin pandemic it's <laughs> not easy to book a flight home it's not as yeah not as easy as if you were living like just 300 kilometers away or something like that um yeah yeah completely different vibe so you really are on your own and you're 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 on your own for a while and um yeah so you have to i mean i i i agree with you it's like you gotta learn how to adapt and um adjust or you know you're not gonna make it man yeah, <laughs> like cause you, I know. what else are you gonna do right other than book a plane home um yeah no it's 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 rough i guess yeah i would agree it's not for everybody but um if you if you do it you get through it and you uh like yeah like what you said you come out of it like a improved version a better version of yourself because it's like a very very insightful experience yeah I know. yeah because uh for me it also factors in because we're we're younger we don't have families we're not tied down. Families to look out. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That we're still single. We have so much things going for us ahead of ourselves. That we you got, got time. Yeah. Yeah, we got time. You have to just enjoy the ride and just make good decisions. Uh, don't make hasty decisions without. Well. The thing, I mean, the thing with being young is that you have the allowance to make hasty decisions also, right? Oh. I mean, I so, yeah. right? But... You wouldn't recommend making hasty decisions, yeah, but... but in the sense of... You have room to, yeah, you have room to have be room wrong. To or... Yeah, exactly. You have the room to fail. You have room to fail a little bit, right? To an extent. Like a slim margin of error or some sort. Because yeah. some of us... Less slim, right? Yeah. But, yeah. You want to, you know, of course, minimize it, but like, yeah. You got like a little room, wiggle room. Yeah, yeah sorry, you were saying? Uh, I was saying that 
sometimes it's make or break because decisions like these are so you could say has a very big impact in your life it's like a milestone that if you pursue it you might as well make use of it you you utilize the opportunity you capitalize on the uh, again opportunities or the other goals you have set mm -hmm. because uh, when I was there in the Philippines I had completely different goals when I got here uh, in the Philippines my goal was to be stable uh, maybe take another education phase or enhance my you wanted to change careers? No, 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 not really, but enhance it. Like, take a master, I'll be a doctor or some sort. Go to med school? Here, yeah, but here, I could do all that, but in the future. Right now, our goal is to, like, to prosper here. Like, to establish yourself. Establish yourself. Yeah. Whatever career you're going to take, but the most important thing is to be stable here. For sure, yeah, stability yeah. first, yeah. That's why I'm... I know I don't know if you've heard about this, but there. As for the nurses or other healthcare professionals, they're banning them to go abroad to serve the country because of COVID. Mm, okay. But for me, that's not fair, because I don't know who spoke on this. Maybe the Secretary of Health. That you have to be, you have to have that sense of selflessness, sense of patriotism. But for me, you cannot look out for every family that the health worker has. Uh, every health worker has a dream to go abroad, uh, go go have a decent paycheck, uh, be rich, travel the world. And uh, for this time, they're just banning them because they don't have enough healthcare. Even if they have enough healthcare professionals, but do they? they? I don't know because other healthcare professionals don't apply because of the there's no compensation. Their life is at risk. Uh, you have no supplies. And. Uh, the cases are just keep going up and piling up mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. at this point you're helpless right mm -hmm. so your only option unfair. is the i mean realistically unfair for, unfair you, for your only option is the is the leave yeah yeah uh, career-wise career growth-wise you just have to leave for me because when they when they said this uh, others have processed, processed uh, their visas, their visas, their paperwork, all the tests, all the yeah, all the money they spent on yep. processing fees, yeah, and uh, they get uh, they get buried with this news. They 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 have to deal with the fact that they cannot go out, which is very devastating. As a healthcare worker. Do you know anyone who has? Yeah, I love. I have a lot of classmates that that are aspiring to go out. Like every of my classmates are aspiring to go out because of this. I don't know if it's a law, if it's a mandate or something. Because of that, they're just pissed, bro. Because they've spent so much on the mm -hmm. review, yeah, testing, yeah. processing fees. Others have their contracts already. Yeah, They're yeah. Just waiting for uh, a go signal to get on a plane and leave the mm -hmm. Philippines, but just waiting for a ticket, right? Yeah. So book a ticket. So. Yeah, yeah, and like a lot of the yeah applications, you have to redo everything. Yeah. You know, there's a lim time limit to that. A lot of it, like they expire if you don't fulfill yeah, the application. Yeah, Even the test, like I. Even your yeah your English test. test. Uh, yeah. They have an expiration date, so it's very difficult for us as healthcare workers to to go out at this time. To let go of the opportunity to to leave. Yeah. Because most of them have employers. Most of them have 
already I don't know if there are contracts now, but they're just waiting for the go signal or what do you mean employers in the countries they're going to? The places they're yeah, going yeah. to? Yeah, they okay. Have these employers that just waiting for the IELTS exam mm. which was cancelled the last time that it was supposed to be held. Okay. Um, Not even online? Yeah, yeah, it was cancelled. Like the NCLEX, it was cancelled back back before the pandemic spike. And they were just waiting for that. And uh, some of them resigned because they focused on reviewing. Some of them left their position because they thought that yeah, they thought was, they would be leaving. Yeah, they thought it was a done deal. They had filed their two weeks yeah. notice. Um, now that's a good question. Like, what's the a good question? Is it's what's the <laughs> A good question from what you're saying is like, what's the line? Where's the line between the government saying you have to stay because you have to help and like your freedom as an individual to do what you want, right? Like, where is the, where's the line there, right? Because for me, I really wanted to help. Like, if you're an individual that's, that grew up or pursuing healthcare. You're some sort of born and bred to serve people. But if you're not compensated, who's gonna take care of your family? Like there's a sense of individuality or you have to be selfish in some kind of way because I'm helping all these people, but who's helping me? Yeah. There's a sense of that. that no, that's true. I'm that's true. looking out for these people. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to do my health education. Like, don't go out, wear a mask, wash your hands. But at the end of the day, I'm not compensated. I'm making these people healthy, but who's going to At your expense. Yeah. It's, it's, you're giving away your health to. Yeah. And it's sad because every day you're going to risk your life, regardless where, whether it's COVID or any uh, infectious disease, even as a healthcare worker, even as a frontliner, every day you risk your life. Uh, to get this point across, a frontliner is not necessarily only healthcare. The term frontliners are not limited to healthcare. Healthcare professionals, yeah. Professionals. Everyone who worked uh, during the pan pandemic happened. Our frontliners, whether it's security guards, the street sweepers, the servers in restaurants, they're all frontliners. So I worked at a subway. Yeah, you were. A I'm a fucking frontliner. You were a frontliner, bro. So you must not describe. Where's my hazard pay subway? Yeah, that's the sad <laughs> part because they don't know. They just have a mask and a thermometer. To counter check you but some people think if you have a mask or you're probably invulnerable to viruses that's mm. the because in Iloilo right now you can go without a face shield apparently yeah i saw uh, the face shields that's new like i want to i want one of those i want a face shield and for for the world right now apparently the biggest flex if you don't have COVID cases in your country, that would be the biggest flex that you're not on lockdown. You've managed to mitigate the effects of the COVID virus. But there's some sort of extent on flexing on somebody. Like what they did to China, Wuhan, that they, they had a pool party. Mm. That was so insensitive. Because yeah. they were the epicenter. They were the ones who apparently got the virus or had the... Well, the ones who started the virus. Yeah. It came from there. Yeah. And they spread all throughout social media that they're... they don't have cases. They're fine. Uh, they had a pool party with a DJ that pro uh, apparently had hundreds of people. Yeah, there were pictures, videos, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, everyone's seen it, I'm sure. 
everyone who's watching this has seen it. It's, uh, but for the like the third world countries, Philippines and other countries, they're struggling. We every country, every it, it doesn't matter what country you are. Like the fact that you that they 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 the bragged thing. about having no cases yeah. is so ridiculously stupid. Yeah. Like it's just incredibly the most selfish thing I can imagine right now is doing exactly that and it's just completely despic I have so much emotion over like that fucking that stupid stupid flex because it's irresponsible and absolutely I just hate everybody who was in that picture I just from the bottom of my heart I hate because how Okay, not everybody in the picture, but everybody who consented to, to the whole, let's brag to the world and about... They said they were defended by the government. Yeah, and the, C, the, CC, the fucking CCP defended the, these fucks. Because they were saying, they were claiming, oh, this is China's strategic, strategic victory over coronavirus. It's not a victory. If it was a victory, then it wouldn't have gotten out. You motherfuckers <laughs> failed, and enough of you died that the, di- the virus... Uh, evaporated and now you're yeah, okay and now you're you're so bad they had you're okay this, they had this option that they would just kill all the infected have you I they did i'm pretty sure they did that i'm pretty sure there is some some whatever prefects or whatever you call them provinces did that at least whatever yeah, that was they so killed huh? it was not just insensitive insensitive is an understatement it was it was it was just inhumane <laughs> to me. It's ridiculous, disgusting, yeah. ridiculously disgusting. Like these people, fuck them. Not all of you. Like the people who are just like saying bragging shit. The only solution right now that we're thinking of is a vaccine, which is uh, least likely to happen or be effective. I don't know who's gonna gonna subject themselves to a trial. A human trial. Well, they're already doing it. Yeah, I don't know if it's effective though. Well, that's the point for a human trial, right? Yeah. To see if it's effective. I don't know if is if it is Russia, if it's Russia who. There, there, there are hundreds of companies that are doing oh. it right now, including the well, whatever the Russian government is doing, whatever that is. Who knows? Uh, Even though, if there's a vaccine, it could not cover the whole world. What do you mean it couldn't cover the whole world? It cannot cover the infected ones. They still have to put a price on it. It's gonna. It's not gonna be free. Do you think it's gonna be? Free? It has to be free. Well, of course, in some places it's not gonna be free because there are gonna be stupid fucks trying to capitalize on it. Do you think? But it's Philippines is gonna be giving out for free, giving out or administering. It for if free? I feel like if they didn't, there would be enough public pressure to make it accessible to everyone because it's just absolutely disgusting for you to charge for this i don't care who you are um yeah so it should be accessible to everyone it probably will be if it isn't then that would be very depressing um yeah no it should be though uh yeah man let's fuck these and i'm not saying this shit because i'm drunk and i'm not drunk I said this shit hours ago when we were talking about it and I was completely, we were both completely sober about the whole Wuhan fucking dance pool party. And a pool party, a fucking pool party, man. How disgusting of a party can you get? I hate public pools. I fucking hate public pools. Public pools are disgusting. Don't go to public pools, please. Like they're just, a public pool is like a Petri dish. That's it. It's like a giant Petri dish for all kinds of weird shit. I don't care how much chlorine you put in there. Yeah. It's not they enough. They were so happy. They, have a D- they had a DJ, everything. Yeah. Like, what the Fuck those fucking... <sighs> maybe, maybe it was like um, they were just celebrating and it wasn't directly a sort of like, aha, we're having what parties over here. In co- close contact with other people? Maybe, regardless of their circumstances, maybe they're here. Yeah, benefit of the doubt. Maybe they were just sort of celebrating because maybe they've been, had a rough few months, right? They were the start. So they, t- technically speaking, they could have been, they're the place in the world that 
that has had the longest lockdown, I guess, right? So it, they've had a rough year so far, like eight months, I guess. Because it started in December, apparently, in January. So they've had like the whole year so far, 2020. They, maybe they've had a lockdown. Yeah, but with that celebration, it would cancel the principles of having not to get it. Like with close contact, with face shields, with masks, with being sanitized, being not in a group of people with that little of space, that would cancel their principle and not having it. Like, well, yeah. that's the thing. Maybe it, because, you know, they, they started earlier. Now their curve has flattened down farther down, um, way flatter than everyone else, and it's negligible. And even if there were cases, like, you got to be, I mean, okay, imagine six months from now when hopefully COVID has cleared out in general. Do you think that people will be like, oh, you know, to be safe, let's not have parties right now in close contact and stuff like that. Right? You could have parties, but... People will be going wild. Yeah. People will be holding concerts, dance, everything. They, they'll be going crazy. Parties, but there should have to be a limit. Like how many people, how many... How many? Uh, how big was is the audience like that? Because apparently, concerts, they, they change the format. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen, seen the socially distanced concerts. Yeah, but that, those, those are concerts right now with the curve still going sort of, it's still, still, you know, curvy, whatever. But for you, would you feel safe going to a party that there's no barriers? It's not, a, no, see, here's the thing. It's not a question about safety. These people, the people who are going to be doing this they're aren't going to be, they're, yeah, they just want to go out and like, so that's going to happen for sure. Like what's happening in Wuhan right now will happen everywhere in the world when, you know, they, they get the vibe that, okay, things are sort of okay now. Yeah. And it's not going to be zero cases. It's going to be still cases out there. But like people sure. will just be, yeah, people are just urging to go out. So like the soonest chance they can, they will. They will go out and party. Maybe that's what's happening in Wuhan now. And it's not like a direct sort of, ha fuck you world. Maybe they're just sort of enjoying the time they have now because the whole but still year. It's insensitive. What's insensitive is the people who are bragging about it, right? The people who are in it and like sort of celebrating, maybe not per se, but like the people who are on social media, whatever, saying, aha, fuck you, world, we're having such a great time. Fuck you. Those people, I want to say, fuck you. I hope you get coronavirus and die. Them specifically. So, yeah. You're so mad. Yeah, I'm very mad. You said that if Wuhan was a person who punched the lights out, I would infect. <laughs> I, the, those people in Wuhan, not Wuhan in general. So, uh, going back to the question of your mom, when the first time you moved out, mm -hmm. was it also a career move or? Uh, yeah, I got a job. So, okay. yeah, yeah. So it would have been. How long were you there in Manila? Like a, also a year, two years. Two years. It would have been if you had gotten that. Um, if you had taken the Manila gig. That's basically what happened to me. I took the Manila gig instead of staying. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I stayed there a couple of years and got used to living by myself. Well, not by myself, but like sort of independent. And, yeah. uh, that was the, that's the only thing that I realized. The big thing that I realized was, again, the groceries. I never expected for some produce to go bad. Mm -hmm. Just Quick, so that quick, quickly. Quickly. Quick span of I don't time. cook. I don't, yeah. Like there's too much. I think cook, cook, cooking is a luxury. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, is definitely a skill. It's a skill oh, and a luxury. I, I wished I knew. How cooking to takes practice and time. Do you know how many time? How many months now that I've been living off fried, 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 fried foods? God. Yeah. If I could cook, I could could have broth. Uh, anything that I want, basically. It's all about the ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Although you have YouTube. Well, it's not just about like knowing what to do. I mean, the fact it takes practice. It's a yeah, like you said, it's a skill. It's not like you. It's not like oh, I know what to do now. I can cook whatever. Like it's you still need to do it. Yeah. You do it the first time, you'll suck at it. It'll fail, but then do it like more times after that. And that again, that takes time, right? Yeah. A lot of time, and it's and even if you're good at cooking, it still takes time. Yeah. You can't come home from work tired and then like oh i'm gonna make uh, pasta <laughs> no <laughs> that didn't work like that so it's a luxury you need like 
And I don't even think cooking is really practical anymore. There's so many, yeah, there's so many healthy options out there that you can get delivered or you can just get here or whatever, and you microwave or whatever, like ready to eat quickly. You don't need to cook. I don't think so. But cooking allows you to make portions. That's the thing that you could save. Uh, well, the thing example, is... For example, you could buy a whole chicken. Yeah. Or like, you could do this part cook it in a different way then save it for a couple of days sure Just reheat it reheat it but let me tell you like in my opinion the savings you get are negligible compared to like the amount of effort you have to put into it yeah. to me that in my opinion um yeah you can meal prep and stuff like that but like to me like and when you buy you have the luxury of variety like you could buy and have different kinds of variety when you cook like that when you meal Sometimes, prep. Yeah, when you meal prep, this part, let's say it's adobo, and you just reheat it for four days. You'll just have adobo for four days, which yeah, which is bad. Is it? I don't know if it's bad, though. but for me, I need something different. Yeah, Every you need variety. Day. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, cool. And you do multiple meals and all that. And who says you can't meal prep by ordering or something? Just get something big and then chop it up. And the savings will be just about pretty much about the same, depending on where you order from. Especially Chinese, like Chinese, you get like huge servings. So yeah, they're on fried rice. I always order fried rice because it's so so much serving. So mm -hmm. It's really worth it, but. The one that kills me is the delivery fee. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From... Last thing, um, the tip is to not, if, if you see a restaurant on like DoorDash or Uber Eats, Google the restaurant and see if they deliver directly. And that's not like the huge one that savings. I'm orders directly, but their delivery fee is $5. Outside of Uber Eats? Yeah. Oh, well, then if it's within Uber Eats, like look for coupons. There's always like coupons or something like that. Or do like a refer a friend. Then you get like 10 bucks off or something. Yeah. Speaking so of food, I am hungry. Yeah. So your mom had a question. My best friend also had a question. Okay. She said, I don't know. This is just so random. She said that, do you believe in the afterlife? That's so random. But do you believe in the afterlife? Like there's a heaven, hell. Or do you believe in some theories that if you die, you get reborn? Um, reborn reincarnation? Yeah. I don't know. I can't. For, for, for you to, I feel like, for you as a human being to make a, a, a sure, a, a, um, a very like sort of, to say 100% this is what's going to happen is uh, ignorant. Like, but do you believe in... I don't believe in anything. I believe that I have no idea what's going to happen when I die. It's like, in a way, you're saying that your heart wants to believe in something, but your mind is just not ready for it. Uh, no, I'm saying like both my heart and mind... Like they, they admit they don't know shit. They're like, what the f I don't know. <laughs> You're rot. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see when we get there. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but the idea of afterlife is that it's, it's meant to comfort you. I feel like, you know. There's so much satisfaction like dying from old age rather than dying abruptly. Is there? I don't know. I, I kind of don't want to die old. You don't? I don't want to die dying. You want to die in your sleep? No, not for... I don't want to die... Because to me, when I think of dying old, I think of like, I'm at the end of my life. You know what the difference... With, um, do you know what a health span is? Yeah. Right? You have lifespan and health yeah. span. I want to die at the end of my health span, not my lifespan. Oh, okay, okay. Right? That makes sense. All right, a health span. That you could enjoy some things. Yeah, I don't want to die. 
Like you're a vegetable or some sort. Not, I mean, not to, well, I mean, vegetable is pretty bad, but like, you know, being immobile, having to yeah. like use a wheelchair or what, or you make so much effort just to exist, you yeah. know? I don't want to be like that. Like, I want to die as soon as like that moment hits, like where I can't function anymore or, or enjoy life as it is. And the too much energy and effort from my family is being poured into yeah. me just to keep me alive. Like, nah. Like, no, it's not do worth it. Do you think it. that careers are also like that? Like, do you know, could you say that if you're in the middle of your career, you've reached your peak? Hold on. Uh, what kid, do you believe in afterlife? Like, what do you think? For me, oh my God. I could say I don't. I don't believe in that. But, because, I'm so heavily anchored in uh, being a uh, on the church. I'm heavily anchored on the church because I'm very spiritual in some sort that there's a God for me. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be a higher being like that. So you, you believe? Yeah, I do believe in that. Okay. I believe there's a heaven. Mm-hmm. You believe there's a hell? I believe there's a hell. You believe there's a hell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you something. I find the idea of the fact there's a heaven and there's a hell more depressing than if there was nothing at all. Yeah, because there's an idea that you could go to hell. No, not because, not, not that. I mean, well, there's, I mean, yeah, that's a bad thing, right? That that sucks. But see, because if if, that, if that's if I agree with that, I would I'd be saying, oh, I'm sure I'm going to hell, <laughs> yeah. right? But uh, it, it's it's the fact that God is a little bitch. If there's a heaven and there's a hell, that means God's a little pussy ass bitch. You know why? Yeah. Because God made us. Yeah. Okay. And it's everything we do is a product of our creation. Whatever sins you commit, all right, this is all just like my, my opinion, right? So don't, don't like, don't, <laughs> don't block me. Don't block me. Don't cancel me on Twitter or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, please, no judgment like what God will do at the end of your life. That means God created you specifically. When he creates you, he knows what you're going to do because he created you. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter if he just like rolled the dice with you or whatever. He did that. It was a conscious decision to create you as you are. And whatever you do in your life is a product of who you are when you were born and the things that happened to you in your life, which are all planned by God. Yeah. yeah. So to give you like this ultimatum, oh, you do this, you go to hell. You don't do this, you be good. You go to heaven. It's God being a little kid playing with his ants yeah. you know and there's, torturing his there's, ants there's this thing that whatever you've done even if you're the most evil man on the planet but they say that in the brink of death or in the brink of whatsoever if you accept god you're still going to heaven which makes no sense which invalidates all your sins yeah yeah which makes no sense mm-hmm I don't know, bro. I don't understand anything about this topic. But that's... all. Yeah. But I have my theories, though. Like, there's a heaven, there's a hell. Uh, whatever you do, even if you're on the brink of death, if you accept God, you'll still be going to heaven. Like that. I'm, I'm so confused with this right now. It's really confusing. Because you, you cannot really imagine after you die where you're going to be because there's no there's no survivors on this there's no a man who could live to tell the tale well there have been people like, have been resuscitated yeah. yeah right yeah. there are so people they, have been resuscitated they, like they saw they like they saw they they've been to hell and they saw michael jackson there <laughs> like yeah her story yeah like, there's a lot of variety in the stories of people say some say they see jesus yeah. some say there's nothing at all 
Some say they saw their dad or whatever, right? They saw Michael Jackson in hell. Um, to me, that just confirms that it's brain death. It's just the brain shooting off random electrical signals when it dies. And then when it comes back, sort of like whatever. You're essentially dreaming, I think. But who knows? Some of that might be true, you know? They might have actually met their dad, their dead father or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? So I want to, like, transfer this. Like in the peak of your career, All right. you say that you're at your peak. Could you really tell that that's your peak level? That's this is the highest point of my career or in my life that I could achieve, mm. and everything towards your it it is going to be stable downhill or it's going or to going down. downhill. Yeah, because I think there's always gonna be someone who's gonna tell you this is your peak. You cannot really tell if. This is your peak. Why would there's going to be someone who's going to tell you this is your peak? Yeah, they're like the ones that is observing you. Is going to say this is your peak? Yeah, this this is um, in a sense that it's going to be your wife. Uh, okay, your a third party. Members. Yeah, a third. Party. Someone not watching. Really, so they're going to really say it's your peak. But your wife, your your relatives that that's his peak that's her peak okay uh everything is gonna go downhill from this or it's just gonna get stable but for you could you tell as a as a professional that that somehow this is my peak that this is the highest level that i could go could you say that as a an individual who's steadily looking at his or her career? Uh, first of all, why the hell should you give a shit what this other person says about your career? No, no, I'm, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying that. Could you tell, as an individual, if you've hit the ceiling? Right, right, right. Yeah. But again, like, when you're saying, like, this, this person coming to tell you, oh, this yeah. is your peak. Fuck you, this is my peak. Fuck off. I don't care what you think. And second... I don't believe in peaks. Fuck that. What is a peak? There's no such the thing as a peak. Ceiling that you could the, no, there is no highest ceiling. You think? You should. You should. Reach for, reach for the stars. Reach for everything, the stars and beyond. Like, you should never stop. Never, never stop. Like, until you can no longer, until you die, never stop, man. I, well, that's what I believe. I don't fuck, fuck peaks. Yeah, I know. Right? I'm sure you... Well, what do you think? I think there are certain jobs that has a peak. Like, as an actor or as an entertainer or as a freelance, there's no peak because there's no goal. But for others, there's something in specific that this is the highest position that I could get. Are you? Do you think of yourself that way? For me... I don't know, bro. Because if I pursue healthcare, there's some, there's some positions that permits me to go beyond. Like as a nurse, the highest position would be uh, chief nurse or some sort. That's the chief. peak. That's the peak. Is it really? Is that the peak? I don't know. If you have side jobs, I don't know. If but as a nurse, you could be a part of. Uh, board of nursing or some sort uh, the chief nurse uh, be the president of that but that's the peak you could know there's no position beyond that I'm I'm explain this as uh, a thing of position yes yeah. there's some sort like if you're an actor entertainer or a singer uh, there's no really a peak because that's the only position you can have it depends on projects that you take yeah that it gets on yeah being being bigger and bigger and bigger yeah so there's no peak on that i don't know but there's some types well why is there a peak for being a nurse because that's the highest that's the highest position you could get 
you cannot you cannot go beyond that. But why is it about positions? I don't know. Why is it not about you know impact? Yeah, impact. Like yeah, even if you're if you have that uh, low position, you could impact others. Yeah. Yeah, well, it shouldn't matter what your position is. It's like your job and your, what you do in that job is what matters, right? Like, that's how you determine what a peak is, I feel like. Because even if you're a chief nurse or if you're, a, I don't know, a, a junior nurse, I don't know, the <laughs> entry-level nurse, like, it's not like the title, right? It's like what you do. Maybe you have a different way of, treating patients that is more effective and efficient than a, the chief nurse in your department. That means you're at a bigger, taller peak, I guess, right? So, like, it's about, I don't know, man, you gotta, again, yeah, you gotta think, like, what can I do more, right? Not, well, again, yeah, of course, that's your, like, that's, that's valid, definitely. Some little, a little bit less red now, so that's okay. Um, hey, sorry we got cut off there, but uh, we just ran out of card space on the camera, so we're gonna have to wrap this up. Um, yeah, this is the first time we're actually wrapping up a podcast because the last one's just sort of just faded because we <laughs> the camera stopped rolling and we didn't know. But uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us for episode tres. Um, yeah, this is fun. We uh, appreciate you uh, listening, uh, watching, and um, yeah, man, we'll, uh, we'll have this up as soon as we can, and um, we'll see you guys next week. You got anything you want to say, share? Good. No. Good. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stips. Don't, yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Um, get a face shield if you can. Those are new, and... Those are pretty neat. I want, I want one of those. Yeah, I want one of those. They look neat. I like the ones that have like the stormtrooper designs. Oh, they have designs? Yeah, they have. there's one that looks like a stormtrooper helmet or whatever. It's clear and it looks, looks pretty cool. I like it. I dig it. I'd use it. Maybe they can get one that's like uh, tinted. <laughs> fucking. Uh, polarized. Polarized for fucking riding, bike riding. All right, y'all, thanks. Awesome. Appreciate it. Much love. Stay safe and uh, stay beautiful. Peace. Peace.